Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast where us League of Legends fans talk about anything and everything about the best region in the world, the LCK. And I think I can only say that until the end of this year, until world starts. So I shouldn't get in trouble for saying that every time we do an introduction, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, should it be okay? I'm okay. All right. No one flame me in Twitter, okay? But then again, you will <laughs> never ever find my personal um, Twitter ID. Never. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So let's just let's just jump straight into our second episode of the year and welcome back our guests Sylvie, Fax, and Ada. Wee. I was like, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Where's the other girls? <laughs> Where's the other girls? Oh, you're here. You didn't say hi. anything. I said hi. Oh, you didn't. You didn't hear me? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. no. I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. All right. So it's been a while since we have um all these girls here all together. So how are you girls? Um what you've been up to? Uh what you've been doing? Have you survived after today's yeah. games? Okay. So um I actually had my exams this morning Ooh. and like the few Whoa. hours before and few hours before my exam I was watching the grand finals of Ultra Liga Season 9, which Z10 came and whipped up that W. They took back the trophy. And it was, I think it was the second season for Ultra, of them winning Ultra Liga. So th- it's a really fun experience as well because I get to meet the community. And yeah, th- that's pretty much it. I think I died the entirety of the game <laughs> today because it was, like, it was really hectic. I think Z10 had a similar game, just like T1 today. So, like, yeah, it it was kind of great. It was it it was really great. Yeah. So shout out to Z10 Esports. Congratulations on winning the Ultra Liga. Looking forward to how you will do on the EMEA um EU Masters. They call it now. So yeah. Um. So Ada, how have you been? God, exam season. I didn't pass my language exam, so I have to take it again. Oh no, when is it? Next week. Uh, you should, you'll like, do fine. You'll do fine. It was this week, and like I got a passing grade, but it's not a grade that I need to go get into the first day. So mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to take it again because that's what my teacher says. Writing, you can do it. Prepare well. You have a week, I think. It's fine. You can do it. Don't worry. And it's been a while since we have Sylvie with us. So, um, Sylvie, how are you? And um, spoiler alert: T one makes it to MSI, so you'll be going to MSI yeah. to watch T one. Yes. Um. You know, I've got tickets for three days actually of MSI. And I have a ticket for the finals, MSI finals as well. Ah. And actually, MSI finals is right before my exams. So I've got my priorities. <laughs> Go to MSI <laughs> and just not revise for my exams. <laughs> so going, going there in fate? 
going to the finals in fate, in good fate, and then heading uh, into the exam strong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if T one touch wood, if anything happens, I'll just be crying in the exam. Oh, like go there with swollen eyes, but it's okay. Either way, you'll be going into the exams with swollen eyes anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's happy tears. But yeah, I've been quite caught up with my uni work, so I haven't joined for the past few episodes, but I've listened to them. They're great. Yay! Just We just want to give a shout out to everyone who's listening. Thank you guys for showing us so much love and support, and hopefully we'll keep bringing you um, awesome um, LCK content stuff, podcast-wise. And so we've mentioned it a little. So we actually just came back from watching um, the upper bracket for T1's uh, spring split. Uh, not T1, sorry, for SK spring split playoffs. And T1 did came out victorious over Gen G with a three-one scoreline. So let's have a look at the playoffs. Um, so the. LCK Spring Split playoffs have um, recently changed their format from a normal single elimination to a double elimination format. And the six teams that made it to playoffs are in the order of the seeding. T1, Genji, KT Rolster, D Plus Kia, Hanwha Life Esports, and Lift Sandbox. So let's start with these teams first. Uh, so girls. Are these teams the teams that you expected going into the playoffs? Or you actually had other teams in mind that would have taken one of these teams' um, spots? Uh, I'm a bit disappointed about the RX fallout after winning Worlds. But mm. with how they split up the team, it was kind of expected. So I'm a bit sad that they weren't in playoffs, but it's understandable. Yeah, it's a bit sad for DRX, isn't it? Like on paper, the roster looked great, but um, they fell short. That's all we can say. They fell short, but hopefully, um, yeah, they'll pick themselves up for for um, summer. Sylvie, what do you think? Um, actually, I really wanted Live Sandbox to go well. I wanted to set the sandstorm to go on and, you know, see them at work, uh, at MSI. But uh, it was sad. They had a really good beginning of the regular season and then they just fell off at the end. But for DK, I actually thought that they wouldn't do well. So oh, I really? was kind of expected. Yeah, because oh. I don't know. I just don't see the brain. Like I don't think they have the <laughs> short color or the 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 brain cell in them. Oh. So I was <laughs> no offense to all the DK fans. I I do like Deft and I do want him to do well, but yeah, I was kinda expecting that. Yeah, I'm actually um a bit surprised that um DK actually fell short. They fell very short actually, because as most of us know, uh, DK or Damwon Kia in the past, they never go lower than fourth place in the playoffs. So for them to drop out as fifth is actually shocking. So it's 
very disappointing for me, and I'm sure they're disappointed in their performance as well. But hey, it's um, it's spring. Spring does matter, but um, when you just form a new roster, quote unquote, new roster with new members, you need time to synergize. So hey, they made it to playoffs. They played well so far. They discovered their weaknesses. So hopefully, they come back stronger in summer. And I believe, yeah. yeah, Fex is still having Iftar, and she should be back in a few minutes or so. I'm just waiting for her to type in her thoughts. Yeah, and I think <laughs> on the note of talking about new, um, like kind of new players in the team, like Genji didn't look that good, whereas DK looks really good at the beginning of the regular split, like the first round, and that. It's quite amazing to see the two teams go opposite direction, even though arguably they're the two teams that change quite a lot, especially for the bot lane. So that's quite interesting. And you know what's funny? Um, before the season starts, when the team, all the 10 teams went and did that uh, press conference, when asked who will, will, who will win Spring Split, everyone voted, I think... Uh, was it five teams? Uh, voted five teams. DK four teams. T one and I think yeah, and one, one. and Faker chose Genji. <laughs> and now Genji might be second. Like Faker must have seen the future or something when he made that a uh, choice. Yeah, but Genji has mm-hmm. really good macro, and I do think that that's just with the name of the team that they come with good macros. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, and I think it just comes that comes to the fact that they do have a rookie um, bot ADC, not bot lane ADC. So it takes time to nurture young talents, and I think Pace has been playing pretty well. Um, we've seen it through the series today. He had some clutch moments, and he's able to he was able to catch up with the rest of his um, veterans, um, fellow players. So yeah, like. Um, we know Genji is strong, not just in name, but also in their players. So we just have to see mm-hmm. how next week go, because after Genji lost to T1 today, they go down into the lower bracket. So they'll be first, the first finalists for the lower bracket finals. And they'll be waiting for the victors between KT and HLE, which will be playing... Tomorrow from the time of this recording. So Vex just finished typing. So this is her thoughts. Um, DK was unexpected to get kicked out of finals contention because we've known the big rivalry DK had built against the teams in general since they also defied a lot of expectations during their upbringings. Hopefully in summer, they'll be able to improve in summer. Same for DRX. On paper, they look good, like a perfect team, but yeah, sadly fell short. And I think all of us sort of had a soft spot for DRX. I don't know, I kind of have a soft spot. What about you girls? Um, I used to have a soft spot for DRX, not after Worlds anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but... I'm still sulking. I'm very sulky, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. Both, I mean, I think I think it's just barrel. It's not DRX. It's just barrel. 
I think it's wait. just barrel. Yeah, but I can't wait uh, on VRX now to see the world skins. Like oh 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 yeah, I think barrel said they'll be launched around MSI. The world skins. Exactly. Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> what was the champions again? So um, Pyoshik picked Kindred. Kindred. Juhan yeah. picked Ma Maokai. I'm not so. sure, but I know Beryl has Ash. I yes, think. Beryl has Ash, and I think Death picked Caitlyn. Yeah. And um, I'm actually surprised yeah. why he picked Caitlyn, actually. Well, I thought he was going to pick Jinx. Nah, he's but... choosing the one that makes the prettiest skin. Oh. I think that's what he he's said. He's choosing the <laughs> one that makes the most money. But Jinx, but yeah, Jinx yeah, will yeah, make yeah. a lot of money! But, this, but Caitlyn I think Caitlyn is more pretty. Like, it's I, I guess bit... so, yeah. Kate, Caitlyn is yeah. prettier. Also, I mean, who knows? Like, um, since this last year's death pick Caitlyn, maybe Guma can actually pick Aphelios this year if T1 wins. If mm. Mm. maybe Guma, Guma will pick Aphelios this year. Maybe actually, no, yeah, he mm. might pick Draven. He's a dreamer. We, we, so. we don't know. We'll find out when he. Okay, we don't. Okay, let's not talk about this. We're we're jinxing ourselves. So let's not talk about this. <laughs> let's not. Okay. Let's, let's, oh, should let's we talk, talk about? about... We, we have one more team that we haven't mentioned, and that's KT. Ooh, yeah. And I think we need to give them a shout out, even though I think we do. they almost gave me a heart attack. I almost went to the A and E, and I almost died. But we do have to acknowledge how good they played. Oh, oh my gosh! The, wow. Yeah. The number of times I had to throw away my earphones while I was listening, I was watching the games because I didn't really want to hear the comms or like um the like the analyst desk. And oh, no. the fact that it was how many like how many hours did we have to watch? Like, let's say it's like three f- four hours of just heart attack. Is yeah. Um, props to KT, they really kept it competitive, and that was the telecom wars that we've always wanted. God, the last, the last fight, the el- the two elder fights, like damn, wow. Uh, the first was- elder fight, the both of us did not have our junglers. I yes. think, yeah, and the second one was three, three, three. Until Faker joined, I think. Yep. Oh no, I, no, I think it was four, and then only Faker needed to respawn. I think owner already made it there. But that yeah. Z- Zaya Rakan engage was beautiful. Seriously. Oh. Yeah. Uh, did, if you guys listen to the uh, T1 squad, like the voice comms, Faker told them before the second elder fight to wait for him because he's going to respawn. So he knew it all along. Yeah, he knew yeah. God. Yeah, and also the whole game, like the full video, is six hours nine minutes and forty three seconds. <laughs> God, imagine having your heart like in and out, in and out of your chest for like three hours. Susan had the audacity to say, "Wow, this is so fun!" Like I'm having like, so much fun. No way. <laughs> Honestly, I kept telling this because we were having a watch party and we we're like, I think T1 has broken our top lane. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I think they've, then, they've broken his <laughs> mind. And then, you know, why would you say that? Why? Why would you say it's one? Why? Because I think, yeah, Zeus has gone into a really weird state where, um, like, looking back to today's series, he was kind of off in the laning phase and then, like, suddenly pop off in the late game. And you're like, he was- wait, but you just died three times. Why, why, why are you playing so well? Like, I, I think yeah, he has he- gone into the madman state now. No, I think he has gone into the, oh, whatever I'm playing, I'm playing it like it's Yasuo state. Yeah, I do. I do agree with you. It's good. It's good that you pointed it out, Sylvie. I, um, I believe since the KT game, um, there's something, yeah, off with Zeus, like, I don't know whether he's tired or he's having a slight burnout. Like, but today I believe his Jace game was amazing. He played yeah. that Jace like how it should be played. But on on the other champions, he looked a bit off. Where he could have played it a bit more aggressively or safer. He just had to like not be in the space or at the spot where he's supposed to be. But he needs to yeah. stop face checking the bushes. <laughs> I've seen him done it multiple times, and I'm like, I think it's him, Gumayushi, just check the bush blind, and then the entire opposite, like opposite team were in that bush, and then like, ooh. Okay. But at the same time, both of them had really, really good highlights and like the time for them to shine. So I'm at that t- at that spot of like, okay, just trust them. Like they have their lows, but at the same time they have their ups, and they're having fun. And we are the only ones that are suffering. The five of them are enjoying themselves, and only the fans are suffering right now. And and I think that's what it should be like. If they're enjoying themselves and they have fun and they're winning, I think that's the best state that we can be in. Even if we suffer, we must sacrifice for the greater good. Yeah, but I don't want to suffer to the point of going to the hospital because I gave myself a heart attack. <laughs> T1 oh. and giving heart attacks. Name a better duo, says Vex. Yeah. Yes, Vex, you're right. T1 and giving us heart attacks. It always comes, so there like, is, it's like, like, it's a one plus one. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this leads really nicely into the next section where mm-hmm. we just kind of reflect on the whole playoff so far. Who do you think is the strongest team? Or well, not counting T1, because we are T1 fans. So let's talk about our opponents. Which one is the biggest threat for us? Yeah, I guess it's safe <laughs> for us to talk about this now. Because T1 has uh, won their series. So I kept telling um, in the Happy House Discord, I told all of them, do not support or cheer or say good things about any other team until T1 won their match today. And see them all as our enemies. Yes, until they finish their match, until they won it and they've won. So I think it's safe for us to talk about it. We can talk about it now. Um, Ada, you you mentioned KT actually? Yeah. They look actually they actually look scary in the telecom war. I wouldn't mind if they came with us to MSI, even though 
Chubby is kind of cute, but um, not. I will sacrifice my MSI for you, kind of cute, you know. So, so it's either cute Chovy or Katie, <laughs> or scary Katie. Oh man, I think yeah. Actually, I actually don't mind the thought of Katie go- going to MSI as well. I actually wouldn't mind that. Imagine the two representative of um the telecom companies in South Korea going to London. <laughs> that would be quite interesting. That would be quite interesting, though. What do you think, Sophie? I think... Technically, I think it's KT that's the biggest threat just because of our series against them. But for the laugh and for the fan purpose, it will be really interesting to see Hanhua in London. Oh. Don't you think that would be hilarious? <laughs> Did, didn't Kedro said Hanwha might go? I mean, I would have, if Liv Sandbox would have been here, I would have said Liv Sandbox because Bordel has been, look, been looking really, really cute since he grow, grew out his hair. <laughs> Willer, Willer is so hot. Oh my gosh. I will literally, yes. beside okay. T1, I will fangirl for Willer. I will. Only, only you guys can say this. I can't because I'm technically old now. Oh, by the way, it's my birthday week, so I turn a year older. <laughs> oh my so, god, happy birthday. Thank you. It was on Wednesday. It was, it was this last Wednesday. But yes, now that I'm even older, I cannot say anything about all the younger kids. I am... does not matter. Love has no limits. Okay. I'm a young... I'm... <laughs> no, I'm I can't so... because they're technically... I look at them as my as like cha- like children. <laughs> <laughs> right. The I only turn... one that I can borderline say that I, the only other person other than Faker that can borderline say he's cute and handsome is Rascal because he's only a year y- younger. That's it. But I'm gonna stop there. That's it. No interest whatsoever. Since I am born in the same year as Zeus, I am allowed to thirst over anyone or everyone in the League of Legends community. I'm born in the same year. I don't want to reveal this, but I'm born in the same year as Viper. And I will gladly fangirl for Viper as well. Uh, but Viper has a girlfriend, no? What? Yeah, I I'm not sure about this. This is a certain like new new section where we talk about all the rumors, but I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I'm getting cause... cheated on. <gasps> no. <laughs> Vex, Vex asked me. Vex asked me, how about Smep? And I'm like, okay, yeah. So yeah, Smep is like, yeah, Smep is oh, is he like a few years older? Than me, yeah. I think it's ninety-five. Ninety-five. So he's a year older than me. But here's the thing. Um, this has been widely discussed in a lot of LCK or OGN um content, and it's been exposed by former Rocks Tigers members as well. Smep does not clean after himself. Oh, he's he dirty. He, yeah, they, they, I've they heard about him, that. They actually, they actually call him dirty, and he doesn't shower. I'm like, okay. Average looking and can take care of himself well, or extremely handsome, but like, yeah. 
Vax said, "Love can change people." Yeah, but it's hard to change habits. Yeah, habits are hard to change, even even with love. <laughs> so I think Vax is putting in her vote for KT as the the other LCK team going to MSI. I think KT going will be great. Like I've been saying this over and over in. In since the last podcast as well, I really do want to see Keen in international stage again. I really do. Yeah, yeah that's another factor you think Kian about. Again, but I don't Why? want to see Keen against the Zeus again because that thing oh. was scary. But I mean, it. Pro- I mean, it proves that I've. I believe that if we lose, it means that we still have room to grow. So with Zeus experiencing loss. I just hope that it drives him to be, to improve, to be better, because his ceiling is still that high, you know. Mm. Yeah, but still, what if it's MSI Finals Telecom War? Then what? Well, T one proof they can win, so don't you? Yeah. <laughs> It's either yeah, it's having a really fun, a very competitive, heart attack ish kind of finals, or having like a one sided, literally just boom, 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 win mm-hmm. kind of situation. I'll be fine with both because I'll be, I'll be there in person <laughs> and I don't mind getting all my, all my ticket money back. Oh. Yeah. Actually. I wish I could have been there. You could, right? Actually, but I couldn't can, get a ticket. But like two weeks um, after the finals, it's my very important graduation exam, and I'm not sure if I'm allowed to leave the country. Ah, uh, like it'll be too tight schedule-wise. No, because I, in my mind, I can leave, but I'm not sure if I'm allowed to leave the country. Ah, uh, okay. I mean. I'm sure. I'm sure. Maybe the the year after this, um, hopefully there will be another international event in Europe still. So yeah, who knows, right? Yeah. What is this? Um, on a side, what did Vex said? On a side, not staying up was worth it until you can't get up to the mom- the moment you touch the bed. I think that's her. Um, this morning when she was watching Ultra Liga. <laughs> <laughs> uh. If we take into account how last year worked MSI in South Korea and now this year works are in South Korea, what if this year's MSI is in London and next year's Worlds is in London? Oh, I don't um, think it will be the UK I anymore. I think, I think it will be, be another European country. But I think it will be China too. Because I think, I think Worlds was, according to what, like some rumors or like whispers maybe it was meant to be in china this year but because of the covid situation they probably had to change it to korea mm. so yeah mm. maybe maybe it'll be msi in in china next year maybe i'm not sure who knows right who knows who MSI knows what riot china. wants to do Hmm. MSI in China, uh, Worlds in UK, and then Worlds in China, and MSI somewhere in Europe, so I can feel the MSI too, oh. not only Worlds. One day, 
in a few years, if there is a Worlds or MSI in UK, I would love to go. Yay. Hopefully, it'll be it'll be a nice, like whether if it's like, um, ooh, what if it's, what if it's in Czech Republic or Prague? Prague. Imagine Worlds in Prague. Oh my god, that's so close to me. That's closer than the UK, actually. I would love to go to Prague. God. I All don't right. know where I'll be at at that time. Prague mm. would be nice. Pro- I heard Prague is beautiful. I want to go. We've, we've, we've gone from who's the strongest opponent to where do we want to go for our holidays? I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at least T1 is going to London next month. Hey. London. All right. Okay. So, sh- shall we have a short overview? We've talked about this earlier already, but let's have a, a short overview of the playoff round. So, it's a double elimination uh, bracket. So, there is a upper bracket and a lower bracket, and there's four rounds for playoffs. And the final round is the grand finals, which will be in um, the 9th of April on a Sunday. So T1 is now just waiting for um, the other fi- grand finalists. That's between Genji and the winner of KT versus Hanwha Life Esports. So let's go back a bit and talk about the first round, which is KD, KT versus Live Sandbox and Hanwha Life Esports versus D plus Kia. So any thoughts about um, these two matchups uh, in round one? Yeah, the D plus Kia one was such an upset. I'm so sorry. Like it, I, I'm not a D, uh, damn one fan, but uh, I really didn't expect that. It was such a. I, I'd like to say it's Tom, but I feel bad for saying that. But I really didn't expect that outcome. I'm sorry, but no. You should do better. I love Hanwha, but D plus the expectations were too high, I suppose. Yeah, I think uh, you can tell that the D plus Kia members were quite pressured, especially um, with wanting to show a good performance. But I think Hanwha is just more clutch. So Vex said that you know they she she didn't expect um, D Plus's performance, but happy for Hanwha to advance. So yeah, it's just I think it went to five games. So it just comes to which team is more clutch. And I think with Hanwha, did they pull off the Yasuo in that game for Zeka? It was four games, not five games, and it I was four think games? it was Yasuo, yeah. Because yes, it was, it was four games, sorry, yeah. yeah. With, the, with the last match, uh, Hanwha pulled off the Yasuo, so I think it was a bit hard to play into for, D, uh, D, for DK. I think Yasuo is hard to play into for any comp. It is. As a Yasuo player, I can confirm. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't like playing against Yasuo, like, because I used to main Misfortune. And I can't play into it because he blocks my alt. I'm like, Ugh. I love playing. Yeah. <laughs> right. get and so then, annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then KT lift sandbox. It's kind of expected, no? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, but I'm still upset over Sandbox. I watched that and it broke my heart. I'm sorry. But at least they managed to take off a win because I actually expected a 3-0 for KT. So the fact that was, they're able to yeah. take one game off is not bad, you know? Yeah, but the rest were such a stomp. I'm sorry, but please. Yeah, I think Vax agreed with me. She voted for KT to win. But yeah, this is this is the match that uh, made Katie's KT KT. <laughs> I was like, Katie, <laughs> girl name no. Uh, that uh, this is the match that made K- uh, Katie Rolster said in the interview. I think T One will stick still pick us over the winner of DK and HLE for round two, and they did. So we let's go to round two. So it was T1 versus KT Rolster and um, Genji versus Hano Life Esports. Let's talk about the first one first. KT, T1 versus KT. Oh, my worst nightmare came and materialized itself and slapped me across the face until it took me in a coma. Um. Yeah, I honestly feel like the reason why it was so close and such a roller coaster is because T1, well, in terms of the band picks, it wasn't the best. Coming from the coaches, I think we could have done a lot better in terms of our draft. And then in game, we've made quite a lot of mistakes in all five games. So, yeah, I, I honestly think that KT did really well. But T1 also wasn't performing to their standards, which is why it came to a 3-2. If T1 fixed their mistakes and kind of fixed whatever reason why they were doing picking those kind of drafts, I think it wouldn't have been a 3-2. That was my opinion, but... Yeah, facts that yeah. T1 versus KT is the nightmare I wish was a dream. Well, it was a fever dream, so there you go. It was a dream that was a reality. But yeah, um, draft-wise, we all have to always constantly remind ourselves that the players themselves um, have a say in the drafts, even though this time with the new coaching staff, they seem to take more control of the drafting instead of the players choosing for themselves. That's why our draft and pick a ban has been much better since last um compared to last year. But so I do agree with you, Sylvie and Ada. It's I think it's mostly the macro decisions that T1 made in game. And also the fact that KT was really informed um coming into th- that match. And it was a well worth uh telecom wars uh playoffs round silver scrapes that I do not want to see until like finals, finals, finals. Cause that was that was round two. So like, I, what, what? <laughs> I want to see that until MSI finals again. Yeah, I- I'll see that in MSI finals or LCK finals. So like, yeah, let's leave that to like finals. <laughs> Cause I was like, yeah. oh my heart! I'm like, I can't watch this, but I need to. But I have a confession to make, guys. Actually, about this. Oh <laughs> come on. But- Come so, on, you know. So yeah, I know. I I mentioned this right. So I was driving home. I went I went shopping for some stuff, doing some errands and stuff. So I was I, I was I was late. So so while I was driving, the game has already started, and I told myself, 
I told myself. It'll be great if it goes to five games. The audacity. <laughs> the disgrace. The disgrace. I cannot take it. Oh, we have to came true. We're kicking you out of the metacasters. I'm the host. We have an imposture among us, honestly. Hey, 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 but I did say it'll be it'll be <laughs> great if it goes to five games and but T1 still wins it. You know, still T1 still wins everything. So hey, it turned out okay, right? Yeah, <laughs> and we got the um Sayarakan beautiful dance by <laughs> So I, I'm okay with that. See, see, see? All's well that ends well. That's what Taylor Swift says. Like Fexus Bano shit. I'm sorry, hey. But I always conclude every thought with T1 wins every time. And another thing is, if I feel, for me, my jinx is I need to feel great on the game day, and I know T1 will win. Hey, I'm sick today, but but I feel great, and we did win, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. on another <laughs> note, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we've already talked about T1KT, but um, one thing that I do want to stress is that we have been finishing all of our games like within 25 minutes ish during regular season. It's a it's quite rare for us to go beyond 30 minutes, and we've been doing all our games 40 minutes plus since the T1KT series. Mm. And I'm really happy that they're getting all the practices for that. Um, T1 in the past year has been kind of, I don't know, throwing or making mistakes when they get to game five or when they get to late game. I'm happy that they are really training themselves for the greater opponents. And I'm... Even though I didn't, I don't want roller coasters. I don't want. I don't really want heart attacks. I am happy with what I'm seeing. That's right. Um, it's the fact that I think the meta has shifted from really early game, which is what T1 really excels in. That's how they've been getting storms wins. Um, in most parts of the regular season, but now that the meta has shifted back to more scaling champions, late late games, or and the player and all of the teams has been playing extremely well to, you know, make the correct mic- macro decisions. And the things that almost every caster's, uh, a lot of fans criticize about T1 is their inability to play for the late game or to come back from deficit, which I think from these past few games in the playoffs, it should benefit them, as you said. Because who knows what the meta will be you know, in MSI, it will. It might be early game, which is great for great for T1. If it if it's late games, which majority of the major regions teams would like to play in, T1 has to. They have to be able to compete with that because if they can't defend, they can't return from a deficit. Then it might be game over. So yeah, I've it's good practice, as you said. Yeah, and. The next one is Gen G versus Hanoha. And honestly, I I don't really have much to say other than that's exactly what I expected. That's what I predicted. (laughs) I came in, I saw the score, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I left because 
it wasn't very exciting. There were no upsets or anything. Yeah, I yeah. think I put too much expectations on this match because uh, seeing how Hanwha managed to take out DK, I was like, hey, maybe they do have a chance. But And then like I watched the game, I watched that game, and it was... Sorry to like Genji and Hanwha fans, like the match was a bit boring. It's like eh? But Genji played well, but Hanwha didn't show up. I think that's what I meant. Yeah, I, I think have a confession. Mm-hmm. I have a oh, confession. Another confession. I'm not sure if I'm <laughs> ready for that. <laughs> I didn't even watch it, to be honest. No. Because I knew it's gonna be boring. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I accept this confession. Oh, you didn't accept mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't accept your confession, but it is. Mm, I, I do understand. I only watched like um, the last fifteen minutes. Just came in and be like, okay, this goal was what I expected. Watch Genji stomp them, and then I left. I was like, I know, I know, Genji's gonna stomp them, and when I saw the. And like when they posted the scoreline, I was like, eh, "Expected." I'm sorry, Viper. I'm still, I'm still confused why Hanwa didn't show up though. Like I was, I had a lot of expectations because I want to see clutch moments. But I don't know it. It that their performance on that match, it made DK look like even worse than they actually are. Because imagine, like, DK yeah. lost to this, you know, kind of kind of moment. Like, no no disrespect no to Hanwar or anything, but, like, huh? You know? No, no comments. Because yeah, I mean... <laughs> if I'm going to open my mouth, I'm going to say something that's going to upset thousands of people. Okay, so then, okay then, then, then we don't, we don't, we do not condone any fan wars. We love all LCK team, teams equal, um, as mm. they are. We, we're fans of T1, but we respect all of the teams. Because we all we could you know as Joe Mars said, um, iron sharpens iron, and we want all of the teams in the LCK to be more competitive because it you know we have the tit- this title of the best region in the world and we want that to apply to every single team within that region. But yeah, it was disappointing. It's it disappointing. To be the best regions, region in the world when you're competing against those. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm my opinion is opposite. I actually feel like the LCK was a lot more competitive this year in the regular season. And playoffs, we have had quite a lot of upsets and expected matches. And I do think overall I'm liking the double elimination and it is actually showing us a lot more. And giving us a lot more opportunities to see things that we don't expect. Yeah, like uh, if KT, if it wasn't double elimination and KT would have lost there against us, they wouldn't have a chance to come into the finals and show, to literally show up. But like, I think this is a good decision about the double elimination. I like it. Yeah, it gives more storylines, right? And we love storylines. Yeah, absolutely. Alright, so let's move on to round three. So we only f- watched um, the first match of round three today. 
because at the time of, re- of recording, which is today's April Fool's Day, <laughs> time of recording, but it won't be at the it won't be at the launch of this episode. But yeah, so T one versus um Genji, and um it ended on a three one scoreline um in favor of T one, and first game was a stomp, second game was there were some close moments, third game. Um, there was that one team fight where yeah, it's not that great, and then the last one is like, what the heck? <laughs> the last one was what like, is this a joke? Like, what is this? This is this is, this is twenty. So are we back in twenty fifteen? <laughs> the lane <Yeah>. swap meta. <laughs> no, twenty sixteen. Uh, the Olaf jungle pick really was unexpected because. Like, it's a thing that I see in solo queue here in UW, but it's about clearing the jungle, not about team fighting. It's not something that you'd play in a professional match, I think. But how would I know? I'm not a professional player. But it really was, I think they could have picked Lee Sin and he would have been better. Oh yeah, actually, but, it's open, right? Lee Sin was open. It was open, yeah. Huh? Honestly, I think yeah. like my problem is not with the draft itself, but it's more like I think Genji coaches um picked a lot of stuff that the players weren't confident in in. And whether it's uh what was it that Doran was playing and he wasn't really, really bad? Um he was playing I think uh game four. He was playing Malphite mid. <laughs> no, um, but, so, but what's the one that he was playing against Zeus? So Zeus oh, in game Jarvan. four or which game was it? Oh the Jar oh the first Jarvan. game, yeah. So in the oh, first yeah. game, um it was Wukong jungle and Jarvan for top. And initially we all thought that the Wukong will go top and the Jarvan will go into the jungle, but they swap in the last maybe three seconds and we're like, okay. Oh, what is that this? Were, that would have been the best choice, I think. But um, because I think Wukong is better, better than Jarvan. And that would have been the better choice. But I don't think uh, that they even thought about that. Did they even plan Jarvan? Like, why I, would you I, do that? Apparently, Zeus did check um, Doran's um, solo queue <laughs> last night. And he played two games of Jarvan top <laughs> yeah but i just don't think they look confident in that like game uh, um, one and game yeah. four were quite similar as in are, are the genji players confident in their playmaking similar to zeus and on i just thought mm. hmm are you really confident in playing this kind of composition against genji there were some sussy moments here and there. Apparently, Jarvan Four it was an old counter to what was Zeus playing again in the first game. Like Jason? my mind is, yeah. It's so apparently, yeah. Apparently, in in the very 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 old meta, there was a time where Jarvan Four was a counter to Jace, and I think initially it went fine because he was. He was. It was an airy Jarvan, right? So the poke, every um uh, every time he 
uh, he poked um, the Jace in lane, it dealt a lot of damage, which is really, really annoying. But I didn't, yeah, I don't think he utilized it to its best um, ability. Like, there was a lot of potential to, like, team fight and stuff. But then again, I think Jarvan's greatest strength and why he's played in the jungle most in most composition is the fact that he's able to gank well. But because he cannot roam as a jungler and he's just stayed in top lane, you can't really utilize his strengths. Yeah, I think, and I'm going to say something very controversial again. This is the controversial day. I think <laughs> that Vic should have stayed in solo queue. Period. I don't think it's, it's a fair thing to say, honestly. I don't think it's mm. controversial at all. I, yeah. But the cooking, the yeah, cooking came a bit too late, I think, for Genji. Mm, the cooking but, and it was sussy cooking. The cook wasn't. The sussy cooking. cooking. The cook, <laughs> yeah, the cook wasn't a uh, three star Michelin. It was the a teenager trying to bake something. It was curious cookies. Mm, <laughs> not sure about that. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you can you can you can argue that in a best of fives, you actually can play around a bit more because there is more chances. But the, the counter-argument to that is, I think the first game of a best of five is the greatest investment that you can make for the rest of the series. So I guess it depends on which side you're on. or You can be on like wanting to play around more because there's more chances, or you want to invest better in your match score, I think. And what do you think about the blue side, red side draft? Do you think T1 has done pretty well in on the red side? Because last year it was quite obvious that we couldn't draft well on the red side, I would argue. I'll refer back to what you said. I would say that the red side draft has been much better in the regular season. But coming into mm-hmm. playoffs, I, you can still see that they still prefer the blue. And the blue is stronger for them. Uh, I feel like people, like players and teams tend to be more risky during the regular season than in playoffs. Like how many cookings we saw in regular seasons. And they were more... <clears throat> I'm sorry, but I can find the word. Uh, but I think they can, the teams tend to play more safe in playoffs than in regular season. They're more experimental in the regular season. Mm. Yeah. In spring in general. I think and that's the, just the theme yeah. of spring in general. Like, it's okay to be to fall a bit short in spring. It, yes, spring still matters. We have to repeat this so many times. But I think it's okay to give a bit more room to fall short because you just started this uh, the year right but um when it comes to summer there's no excuses you have to show up yeah it's back to synergy again which is really weird because kt is a team full of veterans and full of um people with well-known names and at the same time drx is also full of Names that are well known and they've made them, themselves famous, and you just can see a lot of teams with sharing a lot of similarities, but demonstrating something super different so far in spring. And I think it's all about synergy. Yeah, hopefully, you know the teams that failed to go to playoffs and are now taking a break. I hope that they 
take this break to get to know their fellow team members better, do some workshops, maybe um, get to know... Yeah, figure out who's shot-calling, Yeah, figure out their identity. The yeah, that's right. Yeah, let's hope for yeah. no off-season cookings. <laughs> <laughs> and do we want to predict who will win tomorrow between Ooh, KT and Hanwha? Actually, this is hard because you know why I call both of these teams roller coasters. Actually, because I can't really, I can't, you can't really predict how they how they will perform on the day. Yeah. I'd like to say because I like to say a lot of stuff. I'd like to say that KT is gonna win solely because of the performance against us and against Sandbox. But we'll see about that. What do you yeah, think, Sylvie? I... KT. Uh, they both teams gave us a lot of trouble, didn't they? Hanhua was the the only team that we lost to. T one lost to. KT gave us a hella headache. Um, last round, I think based on synergy, I believe in KT, and I do think KT will win. However, if Kingen and Seka suddenly thought, oh, everyone, everyone thought they will lose and then we'll play really well. That's a surprise over there. Mm. For me, I don't know. It's very hard for me to say, but I know that it'll go to five games. This, is, this one, I'm sure that it will go to five games. I wanted to say my prediction would be 3-2 for KT. Yeah, it's either it's 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 going to be three two regardless of who wins because it's it's really hard for me to say until I watch the first game. Yeah, I think the first game will dictate how the, the match will go. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's assume that if we assume that KT progresses to the next round, KT for KT then? and Genji, who will who will who will go to that finals? Oh God, I want. <laughs> In the okay, remember in the regular season, KT did come out against Genji, way more than Genji did against KT. Yeah, but would I prefer another heart attack like the other Telecom War or a stomp? I actually, mm, mm, I kind of. One, Wait, either two, you're, you're, you're voting one, based on who you want to see in the grand final? Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> voting on who I want to see if I come to London. <laughs> Honest, uh, honestly, you know, Peanut is kind of cute. Peanut and Chobi, they are kind of cute. No, no, no. Remember, what Le- remember what Ruler and Lehen says? Lehen says, uh, Peanut is strong, handsome, cute, Popular and has a girlfriend. Oh, never <laughs> no. mind then. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, no, no, and then, rule, and then, rulers told Lehens, uh, you're ugly, short, and don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you guys are wondering where we got this from, you can check the LPL fan club Twitter. Shout out. Um, they so ruler and Lehens actually queue up together in solo queue and they had this conversation. <laughs> Which is really weird because last year they kept saying the um, peanut is mosso. Is that the Korean? Motesoro? Like, never dated yeah, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but maybe, maybe they're just joking. Maybe peanut doesn't have a 
girlfriend, but I, but I have no has, idea what I have not yes. no idea what the hell is talking. But I have no yes. idea what he's talking. About. Yes. He cool. has five cats. I think five or six cats. I can assure you that man has a girlfriend because those cats attract women. <laughs> Breaking news: Twitter is in shambles, according to Vex. <laughs> yeah, in fact. Uh-huh. Rex, you want KT versus T1 finals. Oh. So she wants she wants KT to go to MSI too. Well, I like, well, we'll I like suffering, she said. <laughs> no! <laughs> I don't want to die. I don't want to die watching League of Legends. You, you know what? I do... I want to vote Genji, not because they have cute members. Uh, that's, that's not the reason why. My reason... My reasoning for that is that KT, as well as they played in the last series against us, they did make a lot of sussy decisions here and there. Like, Kaz was appearing out of nowhere in weird places. Mm. And Keen mm. did have his, you know, sussy moments. And, you know, if Genji kept their macro well, if Genji played to their dominance i do think genji will win basically genji just just needs to be a bit tighter in their gameplay they just need to be more clean yeah and they have a chance kt has better synergy but because they have better synergies they all make weird mistakes together they all make Mm. bad decisions together whereas genji (laughs) i feel like are lacking the synergy compared to kt but they do have the cool minds here and there. Except I don't know why Peanut decided to jump out of the <laughs> the dragon pit. I, I still don't understand what was his, his thinking there. What what game was it? Was it against KT? Where he, he was doing the Elder Drake and just decided uh, to I think yeah, this was in regular season, right? Yeah, maybe maybe if that's succeed I don't know what they're doing, honestly. One of them oh. will break when it gets to 15 minutes on game 5. And that will decide who gets to the grand final. I Ooh, want- guys, I just, I just saw something on Twitter. Um, do you guys know the, the, the group, uh, the girl group Nmix? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, of the, one of the members is wearing a T1 jacket. Wait, wait, I'll show it to you. <gasps> And Mix Chain is wearing last year's jacket. Oh my god. Who's we're winning. We're, we're going to MSI as first seed. This, this, this girl group is from JYP. It's uh, twice as uh, it's his I little love sister, her. basically. She's so funny as well. Yeah. I have no idea who we she are winning. Because I only stand BTS, but she's pretty. She's pretty, and her voice is amazing as well. Alright, speaking of idols, and what do we relate idols with? Award shows. And we actually have our award shows to announce. So, recently we posted um, in our Twitter um, announcing the LCK Spring Split 2023 Fan Awards brought to you by the Meta. So... You know, we all, um, everyone knows that at the end of the year, after Worlds, before the year ends, um, LCK will host an award show and, you know, just uh, we'll, they'll have all of the teams come in, have a sit down, and then 
they announce all of these sponsored awards, but no, we don't have that. We are announcing some really ridiculous, hilarious, no nonsensical um, awards for the players. But note that at uh, this award is just for fun, and we do not intend for any clash or fandom wars, and we are just here to gather together and have fun. The awards is just for fun. We're not gonna send anything to the organizations, but who knows? Maybe in the future. But yeah, we're just we're just a fan podcast, guys. We're doing this for fun while we pass time together before um, we arrive in our final destination, which is the LCK Spring Split Grand Finals. So, um, initially we had 10 awards intended, but because there's a bit too much, we decided to cut it down to 6 awards. And maybe in Summer Split we'll have more awards lined up, maybe? It'll be fun? Mm. Yeah, maybe. Okay, let's start with the... um, First award, I'll just go in order of the Google form. So the first award is the LCK's Biggest Victim Awards. <laughs> so, you know those thumbnails that LCK Career produces at the end of every match and then they post it in a YouTube channel and they're ridiculous, they're ugly, they make the boys look worse. So, in order to tell um, the nominees that um, no matter what, you're still great. This award will crown the worst victims of LCK's heartless editing world uh, work. And they <laughs> intendedly, purposely showed it to the world. Um, we always ask ourselves, can we sue the LCK for doing this to our players? All right. We have... Um, we posted... Two, three, four. We posted... A few nominees. So the first nominee is T1's owner, uh, D plus Kia's dev, T1's faker, D plus Kia's showmaker, and Katie Lehens. And the winner is like maybe I'll put like a sound effect, like a sound effect here. Someone is T1 owner. Woo! Don't know if it's something to celebrate. <laughs> the, the bold. Is it something for us to celebrate? <laughs> what was the no, one? Because the bold, boldest the bold. head? Yeah, he got the I'm sorry I made you bold award at the MCK workshop. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. We um how how we came up with this nominees are we just go to the LCK to LCK's Korea's YouTube channel and literally look through every single thumbnails there. And most thumbnails are making the players look bald or with facial hair. And majority of those are owner's thumbnails. <laughs> <laughs> even though he's not the POG, uh, the POG, <clears throat> even though he's not doing like much, he's not the carry, they'll just put his face with the bald head. And owner, we are so sorry for this, but... You won an award! Congratulations to all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. And I was also thinking of it as like, um, owner has been put on Sejuani, and he, <laughs> he got that one game with Nidali, but all the other games, I remember he kept playing the same jungler in every single game, and I was like, okay, you are a victim. 
in every single way possible within T1, within LCK, you are the chosen bully person. <laughs> so, good job to own so, yeah. so, he's the biggest victim of LCK and he's also the biggest victim in T1. <laughs> and also, yeah, everyone worth- just decided to bully him. Yeah. Also, it's worth mentioning that thumbnail of death as an alpaca. It was so funny. I think it's just... It's not even, like, a, a victim. I think he's just an alpaca. No, I think it's just his identity. It's his identity, yeah. but that thing looked really funny. <laughs> and did it's you cute, see, though. I'm um, what is it? Uh, Deepas Kia's uh, Twitter. It, before every single game, there's oh, this new yeah, thing. The plush! The yeah. plush! It's so cute! What was it? Um... Matt Hanha's um orange or like no yeah. what was it? That was so cute. Ah, oh, love it. Ah, uh, yeah. Congratulations once again, honored uh for winning LCK's biggest victim award. Um, honorable mentions to Showmaker for placing second. I think. Um, but honestly, Showmaker's thumbnails are not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right, so see, for me on. the difference is like showmaker will do it to himself like he secretly An enjoys and owner is being, just like what did i do victimized <laughs> what did i do i did nothing wrong whereas like showmaker will make fun of himself that's the difference yeah <laughs> all right let's move on to the next award um the next award will be the giga chat award and i put the giga in caps lock so the Giga Chat Award, we like, you know, SDK fans, we like to use the term uh, Giga Chat to praise our players when they have this like really highest peak of game performance. But we want to put the term Giga Chat into other things as well, not just game performance. So it can be their physique, it can be their confidence, it can be their attitude, it can be their looks, you know. So we had a few, we have a few um, nominees as well. Uh, the first for the first nominee is uh Brion's Morgan, um Hanwha Life Esports Seka, Hanwha Life Esports Kingen, T1 Owner, Live Sandbox Willer, and DRS DRXs Rascal. So, shall we announce our winners? So the Giga Chat Award goes to I'll put another like Winner goes to Brion's Morgan. I think everyone agrees because everyone in Twitter and everyone on stream and everyone wherever in the world calls Morgan the Giga Chat. And why is that? Since oh, when? Um, I think a lot of his. I think it's mostly to his place. But do you remember Guma's penta? Yeah. Remember who gave himself up to give him the penta? Bigger <laughs> chat. Not, not Morgan. Much, we love. Not you. much else to say. We love you, Morgan. You're amazing. Morgan, I love you. Morgan. <laughs> He's yeah, so con- cute. Congratulations, He's so cute. Morgan. Congratulations, Morgan. Uh, you've been awarded the Giga Chat Award of all the LCK players. <laughs> Alright, this next um, award will be fun. <laughs> the next award is the Meme Factory Award. 
So, you know, you know, um, there are just those players that, you know, whatever they do, they become an instant meme. And then someone just makes a GIF out of nowhere and uploads it to Tenor whenever they do something meme-worthy. So we use our ten- we use Tenor to actually look through the search uh, we use the search queries to look through Tenor. And these are these nominees are the players with the most GIFs in um Tenor. And actually by themselves they're also quite hilarious um in real life. So the nominees are uh D plus Kia's showmaker, T1 owner. T1 Caria, KT Kuz, and T1's Gumayushi. And there are other candidates as well, which um which is nominated by uh the voters, which is Denji's Doran. So the winner is this Showmaker Ooh. from D Plus Kia! <laughs> I think this is quite straightforward, no? Like, um, Showmaker being the meme lord himself. No yeah. explanation needed. Shout out to Khan, who made Showmaker who he is right now. Yeah, shout out to Khan. We, we love you. We miss you. We want, we want to see you in more LCK contents. And yeah, come back. I don't please know branch out in of the your army stream. or no, but... Oh, apparently he's not in the army. He got an early release because of an injury, I believe. But yeah, so much love to you, Khan. Hopefully we'll see you more often. And also honorable mentions to Doran. I I apologize. I forgot to put you in the actual nominees list. So thank thank you, Sylvie, for putting him. Is it, is it you that put him there or is it someone else? I put him, but I think maybe someone else also did it. Yeah, because... I completely forgot about the off-key karaoke that he does. (laughs) (laughs) I can't... The first time I've heard him singing after like, and then uploading it, you know, in social media, I was like, what is this? Oh my god, his dinosaur? What am I listening? People literally said that it was his singing that killed all the dinosaurs. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, shout out to... I think there is a playlist uploaded by Gen G of... I think 10 songs that he did. He did a lot. He did It It On by EXO. He did, oh my gosh. What else? Um, Crooked by G-Dragon. You know, he he oh sang a lot gosh. of songs. All of them were bad. Badly good. <laughs> <laughs> Go check it's out so that It's so bad, series. it's good. It's so bad, it's good. That's Doran and karaoke. But yeah, congratulations to Showmaker. All of your uh, memes, GIFs are extremely hilarious. It, um, since especially that um, uh, the one that he was uh, he glared and growled in two thousand and one, uh, two thousand twenty one um worlds, and then um the one that he puts his glasses on for silver scrapes that was funny as well. And then every time he puts in his round glasses, and then every time he screams in stream. Yeah, thank you for being our meme lord, and thank you for being who you are, showmaker. We appreciate you. And, you know, don't change. Don't change, please. <laughs> Alright, are we ready for the next award? This one was the one that everyone com- uh, everyone kept complaining to me. How could you do this to us? How could you do this to us? <laughs> Is this the cutest LCK pet award? So, almost every player in the LCK have some kind of pets, and 
they're all adorable. So, and because of because they're adorable, their owners decided to upload them in social media, and they got their own following. They got their own fans. So it's a it's quite a straightforward uh, award. Uh, it's for the most adorable, the most chic, bitingly cute, the fluffiest pets owned by an LCK players. And we had a few nominees as well. So we have um, Gumayushi's pet, Dungi, Pomeranian. Um, Def's cats, I think he has four of them now, four or five. And then Genji's delight, he has he owns two Maltese. Keria owns five dogs, four or five. I think I put four now. Um, three Pomeranians and one Poodle. Uh, Peanut owns four cats. Five cats, actually. Most of them are ragdolls. Pace owns a cat and two Pomeranians. And Morgan also owns, looks like a Russian blue breed cat. And another mention is Rascal's uh, Pomeranian, Shimkung. So, the winner of the cutest pet award is... Dungi! Yay! Dungi won by a landslide. He he got almost 50% of the responses for the votes. I mean, who who doesn't love Dungi though? He's so fluffy. I He's voted. fluffy. <laughs> I voted for Peanuts Cats because I like cats. Yeah, I need to I need to confess I also voted for Peanuts Cats. Yeah, apparently I'm the only one who fought for Dungi, so yeah. Yeah, More cat person, you know. I, I yeah. think Vex also voted for one of the cats as well. <laughs> we're sorry, Dungi, we love you, but we're cat owners. We cannot go against our very own bosses that live in our houses without paying rent. We are just peasants, our our yeah, but, owner. But... But but he's so fluffy. Look yeah, at him. He's so, he's so fluffy. And you know, um, shout out, um, everyone, please go read and support Gumayushi's sister, Mungi, who has who draws a lot of cute cartoons on her Instagram. I believe Silas also has an account that does translations. So cute. Oh my god. Dungi, the, yeah, the cartoon she, on Dungi was so cute. Yeah, Guma's siblings are all extremely talented. Like like I I don't know what the like on what kind of food the parents grew up with. Like how could you produce such talented children? Intelligent, mm-hmm. handsome, beautiful. Doesn't make sense. I, w- I want whatever she had. I want I want I want whatever Guma's mom have. I would like my children to be like that high achievers, handsome, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Most of them are very like hand intelligent. Like Gumayushi yeah. and Innovation. And then um, Gumayushi's sister who plays classic guitar. I, I think. think one of his sisters studies abroad, like not in Korea. I think she's yeah. in the United States. I'm not sure. <sighs> I'm envious. Yeah. But and one hey, of them is a doctor, no? Yes. I think one of the elder siblings, right? The young... And then Guma, he, Guma's younger brother is still in call, no, high school, I believe. Yeah. 
Yeah. High school or middle school? High school or middle school, that's right. Well, yes, congratulations, Guma. Your pet, your beautiful, cute, fluffy Pomeranian Dungi won the cutest LCK pet award. Alright, let's move on to the second last award that we have the Ohana Award. So, everyone asks, what does it mean uh, with the Ohana? So, Everyone knows Ohana means family, if you watch Lilo and Stitch, hello. So this award basically is to award the most wholesome um, LCK team. So we do understand that every single team has a different type of relationship. Um, some of them are brotherly, some of them have a more like friend relationship. Some of them has this like business partner-like uh, relationship that's Which still, isn't like, a bad thing, by the way. Type. Which, yeah, which is not good, a bad thing. Yeah, good business partners can build kingdoms together. That's not a problem. Yes, exactly. Oh, I love that. Wow, girls killing it. Thank you. Yes. So we award this title to our most wholesome LCK team that showcase what the best a team um, should be. So all of the teams are nominees. And... We, um, you know which teams they are, so we got D plus Kia, Gen G, Hano Life Esports, Dongshin Red Force, KD Rollster, Lor- Lor- blah, Kwangdong Freaks, Live Sandbox, Brion, DRX, and T1. And the, um, the team that won this um, award won by a landslide. So the team that won the Ohana Award is. T1, congratulations! But but shout out to all of the other teams. I do like um, all of the LCK teams this year. They have developed such like this such this beautiful um, relation, like brotherly relationship. My my shout out is actually to uh, Live Sandbox. I do like how Wheelers is like the biggest cheerleader of the team, uh, getting them hyped up um, when, whenever they're in game. It, it's so wholesome to see. And um, what what's their motto? Cool kids, cool kids never panic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, but I think uh, it's deserving for T1 as well. I believe um, the past two three years has been they've been through a lot. Um, and you can see that the boys enjoy playing with each other, spending time with each, each other. And it's just really nice to see. Yeah, and I think um, although I do not normally talk about Wolf, the caster, um, Wolf did say that backstage he often met T1 when they're like stepping out of the car and they're always laughing, they're always, you know... They're really close to each other. And also shout out to the other wolf and wolf bang. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think the T1 family bond is the strongest, not just the current roster, but all the past players who are in T1. We have Huni, who is on the, you know, not caster. What's the word for it? An analyst desk? Yeah, analyst desk. You know, all of them are... they do share that T1 family synergy with each other. Yeah, there's just something special about um, the T1 organization and how all the former players um, still stay in contact with each other. 
but shout out to all of the other LCK teams as well. Um, yeah. We all wish nothing but to see everyone grow and blossom into the fullest potential that they can have. And Vex actually voted for DRX. I do, I do watch a few of the DRX, um, like their behind the scenes docu series, and um, you know it hurts because you see the losses that they had to go through, but it's also wholesome to see how it kind of helps the player to bond even more. So yeah, hope to see DRX um, bloom even more wonderfully in the next split as well. I don't think DRX is the... I think the players go along well with each other. It's just they have different opinions about the game and how they they would like to play the game, which is the biggest reason why DRX hasn't been the best team within LCK. Yeah, I guess they're like just Juhan and Croco. Oh my god, it's so cute! Cute. They were holding hands. It's so cute. Aww. Like no, no, like no, no water. Like it's fine, but like the brotherly it's not relationship even, like, that they have. Shipping kind of cute. It was just like, yeah, it's not, like it's, two kindergarten children holding hands with each holding other. Holding hands. Yeah. That kind of cute. It's so cute. Oh yeah. I really, I really. Oh, I don't want to you know, cheer for other teams because I've learned my lessons in Worlds last year, but I do hope DRX will come back stronger in the summer. Yeah, I just, I do believe they're just a slow starter, but um, I remember this quote in Mulan, the uh, the blossom that bloomed the latest, bloomed the most beautifully, something like that. So let's see how, let's see how they do in the next split. All right. So we'll, we've come to our last award, which is the best LCK content show award. This is sadly the only LCK related, um, like LCK wise award that we had. I I do hope that we'll a- we'll be able to expand for to you know for more awards in the next um split. And yeah, if you're listening, um, we'd love your ideas for the award. So, uh, yeah, put it in the comments below, and we'll see if we can add it um for the award show in the next um split. So, the best LCK content show award, it's pretty straightforward. So, I think LCK this year, they really stepped it up with the production. There's just, you know, better, like, better staging, better music, uh, more content. So, out of all of the contents that they have produced, which is the, what is the best, like, in-between show they've made? So, there's the weekly math movie, The Pog Stage, which is the English cast um, podcast. LCK reviewed us. Doc Tongs 2, Weekly Mic Check, Secret Boardroom, Lolly Nike, which is a LCK Korea exclusive on Africa TV, LCK Lane Mates, and LCK Reborn Caster, which is like a, a pre-split production that was only launched during that time, but man, I loved it. So yeah, let's announce the best LCK content show award. And the winner also won with a landslide. So the winner is... LCK Lane Mate! Whee! I actually love the show. Oh, I've rewatched it like 10 times. It's so <laughs> funny! Like, so with LCK Lane Mates, um, this show, essentially what the LCK did is gather all of, all of the same role uh, players together. The first two episodes were based on junglers, and 
I didn't know that we have a lot of comedians in the LCK. Honestly. Oh, should I should I count some of the highlights? Like, um, the first one for me was how Young Jay is literally dissing the hell out of his own teammates. <laughs> oh my god, it was so it's like, fun. It's like he's like Dudu is a bully. Young Jia, Young Jia is not a, it's not, he's not a bully. This is basically the, like the feeling that I Young get. Young Jia, come to top. Young Jia, why aren't you here? Young Jia, and then, he, and then his, Young Jia's eyes, the literally with fire. It was so cool, so fun. And then he was also dissing Peanut. And for those who don't know, Peanut and Young Jia both were in Genji last year. Young Jia was the kind of the, the sub-jungler for Genji last year, so they were really close. And he was also dissing Peanut and saying that Peanut has a lot of um, dating skills or whatever. So when <laughs> Peanut said, oh, you should just break up with your boyfriend to the girl who asked that, oh, my boyfriend doesn't like me playing with my friends, um, but my boyfriend is a bronze. And then, and then Peanut just said, break up with your boyfriend. <laughs> And I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> I was actually shocked by, by his suggestions. I was like, uh, how about breaking up? I'm like, dude, dude, are you serious? Dude, are you serious? He's like... <laughs> and then what's, what's my other... What's my other favorite moments? Um, I like how when Canyon actually said... Because uh, most of the junglers agreed that you need to be... Uh, like, you need to be good at... Lee Shin to be a good jungler, but only Willer said Master Yi. And then when asked Kenyon, what do you think about Lee Shin? He's like, oh, it's common sense. And everyone's like losing their minds. <laughs> it's common sense to be good in Lee and Shin. Like, Roleplay was so fun. You get to listen to Kaz and Croco in the girly voice. Like, at least they tried. It was really bad. It was embarrassingly good. You, you melted at Willer's acting, right? Oh my god. <laughs> You can hear the fangirl in me. He was like, uh, what is it? Chagia. Like that. Chagia. <laughs> Anyways, totally. This is just a snapshot of what happened. And I think the AD version, the AD episode is coming out soon. Hopefully we'll get that episode up soon. But Guma, Guma actually said in the stream that it's a bit like introverted. So yeah, hopefully they LCK edit it well and make it fun. But but it will, it will also be fun. It will just be like um, Guma and who else? Who else is an extrovert? I feel like Viper no will be quite him. interesting. Viper, if it's you force him. him, it will be quite interesting. So it will just be like Guma making, trying really hard to do well. And then the rest of the LCK ADs just be like, uh, why am I here? It will be awkwardly really fun. Honestly, I think it's just him. I think he's the only extra... Ex- like, him and Teddy are the only AD carries that are extroverted, and then everyone else is, like, introverted. Even Koma once said, like, uh, most AD carries are introverted, and then you have we have Teddy and we have Gumayushi. Yeah. <laughs> and then really we have Bag. There's something wrong with our ADs. But Viper can be really funny. He's quite funny on stream. I don't know how he is in a group of like strangers. Oh. Yeah, that's a. I think that's the thing with introverts, right? We're just like we can we're be hyper really crazy with our own with, friends. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. I hope they release it 
by the grand finals, that would be funny. Yeah, I ho- I think it will be the grand finals like um side content. So yeah, hopefully we'll able to watch that soon. But shout out to Doc Tongs as well. Doc Tongs actually makes me laugh a lot every time I watch it. Maybe because I like like I ha- I'm a bit of a fan of Flame as well. Ever since he's. <laughs> Oh, I see. Flame. (laughs) Flame is your guy. Okay. That's why you don't like Smash. looks more like dirty, masculine ish, like Playboy. No, only only his looks. Only his looks. Only his looks. Okay, but Flame is more like the the F4 ish type of like Korean typical. Yeah, like idol ish. Hotnam. Yep. Yeah. Got Namja? Yeah. He's the flower boy. Well, well Smep is the Sam Namja. <laughs> Smep is more like the Kim Jong-guk-ish type. Yeah, type. Whereas Flame is more like the BTS-ish. It's different, yeah. different types. I mean, not gonna lie, that a clip of him like drinking the water bottle is really legendary. <laughs> Damn. It's good looking. He is really good okay. looking. So that's all of the winners for our LCK um, Spring Split Fan Awards. Congratulations to everyone. And thank you, everyone, for participating. Um, we we received 135 responses. Like, wow. Thank you so much, guys. I actually, I was actually just expecting like 30 or something. But a lot of people, a lot of you participated. So thank you so much. Hopefully, we can make um, this fun like fan awards a uh, bigger we'll expand more awards uh for the next split so we'll uh we're happy to receive like suggestions um if you'd like and yeah just let us let us know down in the comments so that also concludes our podcast today so yeah anyone who wants to give a shout out to anyone so yeah because i'll be i already have my tickets for msi as we talked about it for the intro, I am not sure what I'll be preparing for, like fans, support, or whatever. But yeah, let us know if you're going to MSI and then we will multi one fan meetup at MSI. Who knows? Um, yeah, if, ha- if you have any fun, like fan signs, ideas, weird stuff that we should do to make T1 laugh then we should do that as well. So leave us any comments and keep us updated. Perfect. And I think Vex is busy with her um, university events. So um, she'll probably let us uh, let you guys know later on on Twitter. So yeah, um, for me, just uh, I just want to shout out to everyone here who came and participated in the podcast. Thank you, girls, for making time here i had so much fun we had i, I laughed so much <laughs> and thank you for um everyone who's been tuning in and hopefully we'll be able to bring you uh more fan content for the lck and thank you t1 for working hard you got a full week break before the grand finals Rest and prepare well, and good luck to the teams who will be competing tomorrow and next week. Yeah, see you guys in the next episode of The Meta.
Bye. 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 All right, what's the end? What's the end? Stop recording. There you go.